again. Welcome, Chattahoochee Podcast, Episode 6. Welcome back. Hope y'all's been doing well. Who's ready for some talk about Vince Gill? Go ahead, take a few deep breaths, collect yourselves, because <laughs> it's going to be a sad time. <laughs> there ain't no way around it. No. <laughs> We've got a lot of good responses from, um, well, really all the episodes, but uh, we had a, a ton of fun with the Shenandoah episode. If you haven't heard that yet, go back and listen for sure. Yeah, check that one out. I'm I'm still currently, as of today, was still jamming my favorite Shenandoah <laughs> tracks. Can't get enough. <laughs> as we were talking earlier, I've, I've had... Uh, two dozen roses in my head for a solid two weeks and i still i'm I'm not mad about it no not at all <laughs> give me more marty we had asked we we said uh you guys let us know if the uh if the rhythm rangers what um what dinosaurs they would be what kind of uh <laughs> kind of like <laughs> power ranger th- robot thing they would make and um one of my replies was a bored out Fortosaurus, <laughs> but who would have known it would have gone, gone so slow? <laughs> that was definitely the best I, response. I can see that one just transforming, <laughs> taking shape. <laughs> that truck that you're, they're driving down the highway just transforms. <laughs> Rhythm, Rangers, Rhythm Rangers coming to save us all. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for, um, thanks for the communication on that. Thanks for listening. We're, we're having an absolute blast, and um, we're ready to do it again. Yeah, hopefully we don't break your hearts too much today with the Vince Gill episode. But, you know, like, when people think Vince, they probably immediately think of some of the saddest songs that they've ever heard. I mean, we'll try to start light, but, I mean, I can't promise you that you're not going to be openly sobbing by the yeah, end we, of the episode. We can just all collectively, we can take five at some point in this and just have <laughs> have a good cry, you know, get it out. Just, just take a minute. <laughs> you're going to need it. <laughs> Well, today is June the 8th, and um, I figured I'd go through some uh, country music history. Does that sound good? Sounds great. Well, on this day in country music history, in 1974, Dolly Parton was at number one on the Billboard country charts with I Will Always Love You. Mm, man. It's a, that, that, the story behind that song itself is just amazing. Yeah. Which I, I thought that was cool because on Vince's Souvenirs, that's what it was called, right? Souvenirs, his greatest yeah. hits album, that song with Dolly, the duet, was included on that. I thought that was pretty neat. He's probably like the the only male artist that could sing that with her that sounds so good. Like those two together. Yeah. <laughs> he, I, I'm pretty sure, like, I don't... I really don't think it's up for debate, like, best falsetto in country music. Vince. I mean, easily. Who's going to compete? Hands down. Who can compete? <laughs> Absolutely nobody. That And one thing that uh, set Vince apart, I think, so much is that nobody was doing that. Like, you didn't hear many no. male artists that weren't doing, like, the like the low Randy Travis kind of stuff, you know, yeah. that were during that time, you know? I don't know if anybody else in the air could even like come close to hitting the notes or extending their range the way that Vince does also. Like he just he's a standalone artist when it comes yeah. to you know, vocally, his vocal talent, his his guitar playing even Gosh, his songwriting. I've gotten more and more aware of this, like how good he is at guitar. Yeah, like that didn't click so much when I was younger because you just you know you hear the dude singing and you think okay he's singing. 
all of, thing, and he's like ripping these solos, you know? Yeah, he's like, I'm going to, you know, just blow your mind with this beautiful voice, and hang on, let me shred for the next two minutes here. Just, <laughs> I was, uh, I caught him in like a musician's, um, maybe it was a guitar center interview or something, but he mm-hmm. was talking about, you know, he's like at 60 years old, he's like, I feel like I'm I'm the best I've ever been, and he's like, I don't say that, you know, like, yeah. be boastful in any way, he's just like, I can always enjoy watching the progression that I can tell through time of me practicing and continuing to play. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, that's awesome. He's like, you know, I feel like my eyes lie to me sometimes, but my, my ears never do. Yeah. And he's like, I can, I feel like I'm playing the best that I've ever played. Gosh, that's awesome. Definitely probably has mastery hours in, <laughs> in guitar yeah. and singing. Yeah, for sure. There was a, uh, there's a thing. I don't, Maybe it was like Martin Guitars that put the video out initially. I'm not 100% sure, but um, somewhere on the interwebs, somewhere on YouTube, they go through a tour of his home studio, just his guitars. Well, yeah, and there's a few. He has so many guitars. And it seems like like after that, he might have like been in that big um, big flood that hit Nashville mm-hmm. that like tore up Jack for everybody. You know? Yeah. But, like, he had so many guitars. It was insane. He's like, oh, yeah. And he's just so nonchalant about, like, the years of these guitars and stuff like that. Like, you know you have a lot of guitars when the room that you store your guitars in has custom drawers built <laughs> yeah, for guitars. Exactly. Look, if I pull this drawer yeah. out, it's like a 19-whatever yeah. Stratocaster. Here's, you know, here's some tellies from, you know, 60 to 65 in this drawer. And, and <laughs> Well, that's pretty nice, Vince. Cool. <sighs> But he can play it, man. He can play him. Well, uh, you want to talk about maybe some some Vince history? If anyone out there has been living under a rock and never <laughs> heard the wonders of Vince Gill, I think we should. I think we should. Yeah. So, for those of you that might not know Vince, uh, he was born in '57 in Norman, Oklahoma. Um, his father was actually a judge and a part-time musician, and he taught Vince to play guitar early on. You know, from mm-hmm. a young childhood. Um, and then from there, like, he just didn't stop at guitar. He picked up a dobro, a banjo, fiddle, mandolin, and that's just to name a few. I imagine that just <laughs> with his talent, he could probably play anything. Yeah, does one of those people just pick up anything with strings and be able to play, you know. Must be nice. <laughs> yeah, I've heard him on some stuff play mandolin. He's obviously he's just very good. Endless talent. Yeah. The Renaissance man. <laughs> of sorts. <laughs> so you know young Vince Gill perfecting his uh, talents honing his skills um, through high school he would end up playing uh, with a bluegrass band called Mountain Smoke which is an awesome band which name. is killer top notch one thing about bluegrass music their band names are usually terrible yeah it usually has something about usually has bluegrass, bluegrass in the title yeah. yeah it's like oh man <laughs> You didn't have to get so original on it's like <laughs> the mystery's gone. <laughs> I know what you're gonna do now. Mountain Smoke is awesome. Um they had kind of a local fan base there for a bit. And they even opened, coincidentally at some point, for Pure Prairie League, who, you know, as he would kind of bounce around to a few bluegrass acts and even play mm-hmm. with Ricky Skaggs some. Eventually he would spend a few years and record a few albums with uh Pure Prairie League being their lead singer. And I was, I didn't remember who that was. I had to look it up. And then, like, the top track on Spotify was Amy. Like, okay. All yeah, right. That's, All the, right. that's the one. Okay. And also, that's kind of a big deal. That's yeah. crazy. You want to hear some, like, groovy, groovy bass lines and 
kind of blues driven band go go check out Superior Prairie League with Vince Gill. Yeah, yeah. And like they they go pretty hard on the acoustic guitar. Like the like their acoustic guitar riffs. Like, man, you are like digging in on that sucker. Like yeah. you're wearing that out. <laughs> In 1983, Vince would land a solo record deal with RCA. His first album, Things That Mattered, would be accompanied by his first top ten single, a duet with Roseanne Cash, if it weren't for him. Gill would record two albums on RCA before moving to MCA in 89. Yeah, that uh, that track with Roseanne Cash is a killer song. Man, I need to go back and listen to that. I think, That's cool. I think the biggest tracks probably off of that first record were probably that and, um, what is it, the Oklahoma Borderline. Which is a oh, killer man. song too. Dang. Um, I'd say you know up and up until that point, like he had the few years before he switched over to MCA Records. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a popular. He was obviously talented, right? Well talked about within the country music world. Yeah, but he probably hadn't had a, like a breakout moment yet, yeah. or something that really pushed him to the forefront of country music. Mm-hmm. But man, wouldn't that really change when <laughs> when I call your name came out in '89? And it didn't, man. For years, he didn't slow down on the Did hits not. either. Because that one came out, that was a number two hit. Um, and then from there, it's just, it's all in the books. It's all history. Just nothing but hits and sad songs for Vince. What a devastating song. It's, I love it so much. It's so good, and it hurts so good also. <laughs> I love that, um, like, I, I don't know how much pressure he had. Because you hear all these, like, major label stories about, like, this artist or was, like, pressured to look like this guy and to, like dress this way and stuff like yeah. that like vince don't wear a hat he don't he never wore a cowboy hat that i've ever seen anyway no. like he he didn't wear cowboy shirts he just kind of did his own thing he let his music and his voice speak for himself you know like, yeah yeah for sure so you know from that jumping off point you know um wow just wow because <laughs> he is a country music hall of fame member since 07 He's a member of the Nashville uh, Songwriters Hall of Fame since 2005. He is a five-time Vocalist of the Year, two-time Entertainer of the Year, and uh, <laughs> he's been nominated for 44 Grammys and has won 21 times. He has so many Grammys that he could probably lose a few off the shelf, and he wouldn't know. He'd never know they were like, missing. <laughs> like, he probably doesn't get up and count them every day. After you, after you win a few, you're probably like, okay, cool statue, but, you know, whatevs. <laughs> He's like he's he's basically like become like the spokesperson of country music, especially like in Nashville. Yeah. Like uh, I don't know if it was like this when you guys went, but uh, when me and Kelsey went to like the Country Music Hall of Fame, like you could carry the thing around that would like tell you about the exhibits. Yeah, it was Vince Gill's voice like navigating you through country that music is history. So cool. it, yeah, like who better than to tell you everything that's ever happened awesome in country than Vince Gill. And I just love that I feel like he has such a, a passion for, one, the music that he makes, but two, just the industry as a whole. Yeah. Like, he's just the most humble, respectful human being in country music, I feel like. like he loves all the artists that came before him. Yeah. Um, he goes above and beyond to tell them how much he loves and appreciates them and what yeah. they've done and how they've inspired him and yeah. his music. I mean, just think about his performance with uh, Patty Loveless at uh, George Jones' like funeral well, doing Go Rest High. Well, like, not, he couldn't hold it together. No, you know? I couldn't hold it together. Yeah, like, Vince, if you cry, I'm When I watched cry. it today. <laughs> when I watched it on my way here. <laughs> 
Another thing that I thought was cool that I found out about Vince, I actually heard this uh, before we even decided on this episode. I heard an interview. These guys were just talking about like their experience like playing at the Ryman in Nashville. They said the people there just kind of talk about Vince like he's like family. They're like, if something happens and if something falls through or something, they call Vince. They're like, hey, Vince, can you be here in like an hour to play? He just grabs a guitar and heads on down. I'll be there. <laughs> and everyone will be entertained. <laughs> Four facts. <laughs> it, it's amazing to see. And, and even going back to like, look at like the writing, like who is written on his tracks. Like he's a lot like Alan Jackson in the sense that he's written a lot of his own stuff. He's either, he is the, the soul writer or he is, has co-writing credits on it. Like, yeah. Almost everything he's done. Yeah. Like, and man, that is spectacular to have that's just rare. that much talent or that much life experience. Cause I'm sure a lot of it comes from, you know, uh, a shared personal experience that, right. from his own point of view. But man, he just, he writes in such a way that I feel like anyone can connect with what he's trying to convey right. through a song. Right. Yeah. And it's like, and it's obviously it's country music, but I mean, you've got like the bluesy, the poppy, the, like the little bit of rock and rolly in there. Like he just kind of touches on several different areas while keeping a country music. Yeah. It's cool. It's original. It's super original. He is, he is one of a kind. Yeah. In so many ways. <laughs> diamond, diamond in the rough. Yeah. <laughs> Apple of our eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, you know, now that we've talked Vince up, and rightfully so, it's, yeah, it's well deserved. But, man, how, how, hard, how hard was this to, to pick a top five Vince Gill tracks? Even today... I was second guessing myself and switching tracks around on my top five. Yeah, and I, up to like four o'clock probably for me, I was just like, <laughs> "Stop, I can't." And I started with like a list. I'd say like her twenty-one, twenty-two songs, and worked vigorously to get them down. And then I would just like have like one song hanging like around eight or nine tracks. Yeah. I'm like, "Well, I'll drop this." And I'm like, "Oh, but let me add this. I this will make like, exactly. this will make it easier." And it doesn't. Yeah, no. It just makes it harder. No. And it just hurts so much to leave some of these songs out because yeah. he has so many good songs. And then I'm just sitting there listening to like a sad Vince Gill song like three times trying to be like, <laughs> I do love this song, but how much? And I'm just devastated by the song <laughs> and by the fact that I've had to take it off of my list. <laughs> Vince, I'm sorry. So, uh, but I guess before we get in to our top Vince Gill tracks, uh, I did want to mention that if we have any new listeners out there uh kind of the format of what we do is you know we try to we love to talk about the era of 90s country obviously mm -hmm. uh, but when we pick an artist we're also trying to categorize and order our top five tracks of the artist and then three additional honorable mentions each that we felt had to be included at least you know, mentioned at, that's the least we good, could do too good to leave out <laughs> Originally, we were going to do top five. I'm like, man, that's too difficult. There's some songs that just have that deserve a spot to be mentioned. So, every once in a while, you'll get like a top song that it's like just like last week. We both hit on two dozen roses yeah. as our number one. I mean, that's that's easy. Yeah, but like the order of the rest, it's it's a it's a fight every I, episode. It's a battle. Yeah. I don't know what to expect from your top Vince <laughs> songs because I didn't know what to expect from my yeah. top Vince songs. Yeah, like there there is. 
there's a song in particular we'll we'll get into, but um, it just kept moving up and up on my list. Like, cause every time I would list, listen through, I'm like, actually, I love that song more than I yeah. even remembered. You know? Yeah. So we 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 can collectively, if y'all want, we can stop and just like get a pre cry out now, or we can stop and you know, I'm gonna hold it together, okay? Or we can wait for the crying. Lordy mercy. <laughs> well, you may kick it off. Yeah, I'll let you go first. Give me some some buffer time to to deal with the decisions I've made. All right. Number eight, Pocket Full of Gold. Ooh. What a song. Think you're a rich man. <laughs> it, man, it's so it's so clever. And I know I say that constantly about these songs, but that's what I love about these 90s country songs is how cleverly yeah. they were written, you know, a lot of them anyway. Yeah, just taking like a concept, a concept or an idea as a jumping off point to where you think, how would you really make that a good song? Mm-hmm. And it'd be like, wow, that's an amazing song. Yeah. It it's such like a like a classic country song too, like the way it starts with just like the one acoustic strum and he he took the ring off his and and it Ooh. is like it instantly puts you in the mind of like an old George Jones song it or does. an old Merle Haggard song something like yep. that, you know. Fun fact: that's Vince's favorite artist is Merle. Can't blame him there. Yeah. Silver wings. Mm. Oh man, that's a good place to start. Only gets harder <laughs> from here. No, it don't get any easier for sure. <laughs> what you got? Uh, number eight for me. Trying to get over you. Ooh. And I'll be trying to get over putting this song at number like, eight for a long really? time. Really? I, yeah. I just hit Caleb with a glance across the room just now. Like, oh, really, dude? Really? It, it's warmer in the in the Chattahoochee podcast studio, but it it got ice cold stairs. <laughs> It got cold real quick. <laughs> uh, this song's off of uh, the album I Still Believe in You, uh, released in 94. Uh, this was the fifth single off of that album. So how good are the albums you're writing and recording if you, you're you going five, six songs deep releasing singles? Yeah. On like 10, 11 tracks out of a song. That's unheard of. That's insane. Yeah. But man, I just it's such it's sad, but it's it is. it's a beautiful song. Hey, it'll take dying to get it done. It, that's, that's all it's going to take for me to get over putting that at eight, probably. Yeah. Sorry in advance, folks. Um, but if you love that song, I also recommend checking out. He has a, a version he does where he plays mandolin Ooh. and does it with Allison Krauss. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And that's always, we we love Allison here. But oh, yeah. I'm sure that's both an honor and kind of worrisome when... Allison Krauss wants to cover your song. She's like, yeah. oh, that's great. She's going to sing my song, but like, is she going to do it better than you? Because yeah. she can probably. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. she's got the range. Yeah. Yeah. We talked last week or last episode about her version of Ghost in This House. I'm like, I love you, Marty, but stand alone. Her version of Ghost in This House is. It hurts so deeply. It's so good. I can just hear the pain in her voice. I've been trying to. Number seven. All right, here we go. Liza Jane. Liza Jane, nice. We, when we were playing with uh, Out of Asher, Kelsey said she always knew when band practice was over because (laughs) me and you would just like... (laughs) 
randomly go into Liza Jane. Like you'd grab a microphone back yep. on the drums and I'd just hit the harmonies and play either bass or just bad guitar to yep. it, you know. Something I love about Liza Jane is the video. Did yeah. you see the video? The video is so good. <laughs> I think that was the one where they were in like the like the diner or whatever. Like they a, were supposed uh, to play on the roof. It's like a drive-in theater, I think, and they end up playing in the concessions. Yeah, because it rained and yeah. all that stuff. Which that's a fun video to watch. It no, like something to uh, to note about his videos. They are a lot less weird than the other videos that we've covered so far. Pretty cut and dry. There's not an uh, elaborate backstory or Tom traveling Terminators named Tracy Lawrence. You know, it's just him playing the tunes. And maybe if it's a sad song, probably him looking sad and longingly sad. out a window. Everybody singing. in the video is sad. Yeah. <laughs> but he's not like on a porch going through space and time or anything. No. But I have seen that. And, you, <laughs> and if you have it, you should too. <laughs> He rips that solo on that Telecaster, wow. Liza Jane. That's cool. And then like his other guitarist is playing like a or like a Rickenbacker. Like his his band looks super cool. Like everybody's just like dancing. It's almost a little uncomfortable. Some of the dances that we see yeah. in that one. But everybody's cutting the rug because you 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 can't not dance when you hear little Liza Jane. <laughs> you. All right, Will. Seven for me. What you got? Um. Never knew lonely. <laughs> well, that's so sad, isn't it? It's, it's like so, sad. so powerfully sad. It's just so <laughs> loud and in your face with how much the hurt is present in that. His voice is just so perfect for sad too. It's so good for sad songs. Once again, a testament to how many good songs he has. This was the fourth single off of "When I Call Your Name" and a number three hit. It's unbelievable. But a lot of people, you know, don't really like, usually like three singles, four yeah. on a really good album. But man, to constantly go four or five, six singles on it's, an album, it's, it's impressive. It's awesome. I think the only thing that saves this from being like one of the absolute saddest Vince Gill songs is it just has a real fun, groovy bass line yeah. throughout it. And it kind of lifts it up a little bit to where you don't feel like... You know, just opening the truck door and rolling out. Like <laughs> you may anyway. Yeah, but at least it'll be a little delayed yeah. if you get caught up on the bass. <laughs> He's like, man, if I release this without putting something fun in it, yeah, I'm, I can't be held responsible for the, for the I sadness. Not be held responsible. Can be uh, held responsible. <laughs> not a bent song. I'll uh, I'll jump in here on number six. Because right, my, num my number six is your number seven, Liza oh, Jane. Oh, Liza yeah. Jane. You got my number. Oh, man. Fantastic song. This came from the Pocket Full of Gold album, which is a stellar album. Very good. Uh, second single from that album, peaking at number seven on the charts. Uh, and I'm sure we all love Sad Vince Gill songs, but man, this one is, like I said, it's a toe tapper. Like, it is. You can't hear this one and not want to <laughs> to move your feet to do something. <laughs> that little, just like driving riff. <laughs> and like that solo is fantastic in that, but like throughout the whole thing, he's just picking like, yeah. it's kind of mixed slow, but like he's shredding the whole song, like yeah. just playing his heart out. It just shows you how good, like I didn't even realize until recently that was him. You know, I figured yeah. he had, I figured he would like, you know, would play some stuff here and there. Like and the he little, had like a session guitarist that ripped solos. 
Mm-mm. Plot twist. He is the session guitarist. He is the session. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely my favorite uh, band practice song for when like somebody's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go grab a drink," or "I'm gonna I'm gonna use the bathroom." Mm-hmm. Like, now's our chance. Give me that mic. Let's go. We're playing <laughs> Liza <laughs> Jane. Oh, I guess we're done then. They no coming back. <laughs> Every like I can't. You just have no me. I couldn't tell you how many times we played that song in practice. Like, <laughs> we we probably were just as good at that song as we were any of our, our other songs. Because any opportunity we got, like, let's run through it real quick. <laughs> One, two. Let's get warmed up here real yeah. quick. Let's really get it. Let's really open up the pit here. <laughs> what do you got for uh, your last honorable mention? Number six. I can't tell you why. Ooh, Eagles cover. Man, it's a good. I love his cover of this. Like, this, I think it's a Rhodes. It might be a Wurlitzer. I don't know. I'm not a keyboard guy, but yeah. I like the sound that yeah. they make. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? It make a pretty sound. It, it, it sounds real pretty. But um, one thing that Vince's version lacks that the Eagles version does not is the guitar solo. Yeah. They, for some reason, decided to swap that out for a saxophone solo. It just don't hit the same no. as the original guitar Nothing solo. wrong with the saxophone. Love the saxophone, <laughs> love, but love the saxophone. time and place, you know. <laughs> this wasn't a careless whisper moment. <laughs> no, it, it was not. But everything else, like, I prefer this version over so the Eagles, good. you know. Yeah, I actually saw today where they announced, they announced like 12 new dates for him oh touring gosh. with the Eagles. Would that not be an insane yeah. thing to see? And like early in life, I didn't listen to a whole lot of the Eagles. I had a yeah. family member that listened to a lot of Eagles, and mm-hmm. I got into them later in life and love their songs. But yeah. I could definitely be just as into going and listening to Vince sing them as I could listening to Glenn sing them. Yeah, yeah, that would be spectacular, Tom. That's just something about the Eagles. Like when country artists cover their songs. I usually prefer them over the yeah. Eagles versions, it's like Clint Black's Desperate. We've talked about this, I think, yeah. before. But Clint Black's Desperado, then Travis Tritt's um, Take It Easy. Take It Easy. Like when I was younger, like I didn't, I wasn't really raised on rock and roll so much. So like I was like, okay, I guess uh, yeah. they're covering a Travis Tritt song now. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> they get his permission. <laughs> Well, there's our there's our honorable mentions. Yeah. There's several on there that it hurt to boot like to boot off of the list. Yeah, and there's several that's not mentioned that I felt terrible that I couldn't even include them as an honorable mention. Exactly. Yeah. Oh boy, here's where she gets real difficult, and here's here's where the gloves come off. <laughs> yeah, it's getting serious now. Top five Vince Gill tracks. Let me kick us off. Go ahead. Number five for me. Look at us. Hey, just, just look at us. Just look at us. <laughs> uh, this is. I'm just. I'm on a streak here right now. This one here also from Pocket Full of Gold. Pocket Full of Gold. Fantastic what a, what a album. record. God. Um, released in '91 as the third single. Uh, top five hit. Just but man, um, I like the best part that just makes it such an iconic Vince Gill song is like it starts with just like that howl of steel guitar for any words are spoken, and you're just like, "Ooh, I know this, I know yeah. this song. This is Vince Gill. Look Heck at us." Yeah, 
at least this is not like super depressing either. No. So we're taking it taking it a little easy on. We're trying you. to you know not not put you on like a just a steep decline emotional roller coaster you know <laughs> like a two hundred foot drop. <laughs> I just love the lines in that too where it starts off you know look at you still pretty as a picture mm-hmm. look at me still crazy over you he he easily hey. could have said look at me yeah. also still pretty as a picture yeah. <laughs> he could have turns out yeah. <laughs> We we all swooned over nineties Vince Gill. <laughs> Don't act like you didn't. No. <laughs> One of the best molds of the era, hands down. Change oh, my mind. Yeah. For sure. Just look at us. Were you sitting at for five? Well high lonesome sound. The, but not the uh the original? Not necessarily the original. The Allison Krauss yep. and Union Station yep. as his backup and harmony. It's so good. I had that one on my list for a hot minute up, up until yesterday, Damn. I think. Hear that See, it wasn't on my list initially. That's one of those that kind of crept in. Yeah. Like, man, I can't leave that. Oh, that's so, it's too good. It is. And like the original version is uh, on its own is a good track too. Right. And it has some like bluegrass instruments kind of littered throughout it. Yeah. But man, that straight bluegrass version with Allison. It's good. I mean, anytime you get her on like backing vocals too, I mean, you're it's fantastic. You've, you've got a great song. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I heard or read that he wrote this for Bill Monroe after he passed away. Really? I could, I could see that. I feel yeah. like. It's my sweet baby. If like, if he had just exclusively done bluegrass as his career he still would have been a superstar you know because he he goes really good with bluegrass it turns out too you know he's got that beautiful falsetto of sadness he he just brings to (laughs) brings to the table (laughs) oh man well what you got number four number four this is my hat trick this is from pocket of gold also (laughs) three in a row here uh if i didn't have you in my world Oh, yeah. oh, okay. That All was right. one that when I had a list of 20, I was like, that's a good song. I was like, but that probably won't be in my top right. top tracks. It, it is. It Lo and out. behold. Yeah. Man. Here it comes. The dark horse coming out the gate. How'd it do? Like, did it, did it chart or anything? Was it like a, like a single? It was never not? even a single, which I okay, thought was, okay. which I mean, on pocket full of gold, I can yeah. understand there's a lot to compete yeah. with. To like, try listen, to pick. Vince, we can only put out so many of these. He's like, you'll put this whole album out as singles and you'll <laughs> like it. Um, but yeah, I'll, the whole album's great front to back. Never made it as a single. Super surprising. And you don't get a whole lot of Vince tunes that aren't like honky tonk cart breakers. Yeah. Like they're usually all, they all cut you deep. Uh, but man, this is, I feel like it's just a, real delightful track and and songwriting i feel like he conveys so well that whoever he's singing about how much he admires them yeah and cherishes them and it's it's great you should if you haven't heard it you should stop and give it a spin man i, I didn't remember that song i need to go back and listen yeah it is man it's as far as you know like country love songs go it's it'd probably be up there for me now that i've really sit down and give yeah. it a few good listens through well if you're looking for it it will be on our accompanying spotify playlist when yeah. we drop this episode so it's good that we had a few good vince gill love songs to to, to <laughs> add to the mix so it's sprinkled in some joy yeah. with <laughs> pure <Sorry>. sadness <laughs> <laughs> number four 
also a little bit of joy for you. Mm-hmm. Don't let our love start slipping away. Oh, yeah. I didn't expect this song to get so high up on my list, but man, when it starts out with, with that like harmony guitar, like it, it hooks me every single time. Jamming that one. That's one of those ones that like if it comes on randomly, like it's hard to change it off that song. You're like, I just yeah. gotta finish this song. It's it's good. And also the video is awesome. Yeah. It's so good. It's like there it it looks like they're just in like this big cafeteria or something like that. And the dude's like, Well, I got I got bad news. Uh Vince Gill's band is not gonna make it tonight. And everybody's like booing the dude and everything. He's like, Well, I hope this band will be okay. And it's just mixed with the most random assortment of people <laughs> like several people from like Oak Ridge boys are in it. Um, the drummer from the Kentucky Headhunters is in it. Mm. Uh, Michael McDonald on the keys. Ooh, yep. that's a nice addition. And then Reba is a waiter in the video. She plays a waiter and she's just like, I'm walking around. <laughs> I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> well, that's who you want playing keys, like special appearance playing keys is Michael McDonald. <laughs> Michael McDonald. If I hear Yama be there, we'll burn. <laughs> Can a Yama burn this place to the ground? Gee, a place. <laughs> I wanted to reach out to uh, uh, Mr. John Fry one day and have him on. We'll talk about our favorite Michael McDonald tracks. Yeah, were, were, were we attempting? I think one point to try and go see him when we lived in Huntington. Didn't he play yeah. down there? We never yeah, made he it. played at one of those Marshalls. I don't know if it's expensive. <laughs> Mistakes were made by us. Yeah. Yeah. Should have seen we Michael McDonald. Definitely we should have gone. Speaking of John Fry, um, if you're listening to this, I've decided recently that uh, John Fry looks like a young, handsome Randy Travis. I can see that. Have you ever thought about that? No. You're going to think about it now. <laughs> definitely. You will. You won't be able to unsee it. Storms <laughs> of Life, Randy Travis. Yeah, that's the John one. John Fry. Yeah. Like if his hair was a little darker. One and the same. <laughs> Having sing the album for us. <laughs> <laughs> so we're down to the getting down to the nitty gritty top three top three man okay let me prepare myself for the top three three for me when I call your name <laughs> man and just so you know how difficult this is sometimes to try and put your your favorite artist tracks in order when I started that was my number one yeah. So there you go. It, it got bumped down, but oh my gosh, what a song! Yeah, that one came out uh, off the. It was the title track for his '89 uh, release, his debut album on MCA Records, and that was really probably the breakout record and track for him. Like, yeah, that's a an iconic Vince Gill song. When you probably one of the top two or three you think about when you think Vince Gill. It's <laughs> it's so sad. It is so sad. I love it so much. The the video is good. Yeah. It's just like it's like you said earlier. It's there's a lot of um, just random shots of him. It's like staring off sadly into the distance, like sad, just just I don't know, sad eyed Vince Gill just Deep singing hurt. beautiful words out into this empty house. But and then it's like these out of focus shots of like his bands. Like at one point they kind of like. Zoom in on the dude playing Steel's hands yeah. as he's, you know, he's he's making them whine a little bit, you know. Working his magic. And, of course, you got uh, Patty Loveless in the background just singing beautiful harmonies. 
Can we talk about their harmonies? Yeah, they're just they were meant to sing together. I feel like it was. Oh my god, it was destined. Yeah, like I don't know how they didn't end up married. Like they have the best musical chemistry. Yeah, like, I mean, and he's on a bunch of her tracks. She's on a bunch She's of his on a tracks. Ton of his tracks. Yeah. You can hear it. Like you'll be like that backup. It sounds so familiar. And be like, yeah, of like, course, of course. Yeah, Patty Loveless. <laughs> I mean, but the, the lines in that uh, when it, your love has ended, but mine still remains. But nobody well, answered. Nobody answered when I called your name. I just want to know who up and left and left poor Vince at the house hollered. Like, <laughs> who hurt you? Who would do that to you? Just who? standing there against the wall hollering beautiful <laughs> through the kitchen. Just Annie! <laughs> Annie! <laughs> You'll fall. Sorry, oh. everyone. I've been thinking about this Travis Tripp trilogy <laughs> music videos for weeks. <laughs> I want to go home, Annie. Okay, man. We've been begging you to do that for as long as you've been here. <laughs> but you know, do it alone, Mac. Oh. <laughs> what do you got? Number three. Go rest high on that mountain. Wow. Oh my gosh! It is. It. It's one of the songs. I mean. For some reason, I mean, for some people, it's probably a little difficult to listen to because mm-hmm. you hear this song at every funeral. Yeah, you do. And, you know, I mean, and rightfully so, like, like due to the content of the song yeah. and how beautiful it is, you know. But Ricky Skaggs, Patty Loveless. Yep. And there's actually some live versions of Allison Krauss, Ricky Skaggs, and Vince doing it, Ooh. which is equally as awesome, yeah. you know. But those three together. Man, it's so good. What a what a time to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, really. Yeah. We were blessed to live through yeah. this moment. <laughs> and he um he started writing the song after Keith Whitley had passed. Yeah, that's what and, I And you know, you've got the uh, you you were no stranger to the rain. So yeah. I mean it's obvious but um he didn't finish the song for several years. Mm-hmm. And then he after his brother had passed away, he finished the song. Man, that is, I think it's crazy because I remember, I think I was reading about that track and they say it only got to like 14 on the charge. And I don't think it's because at all there wasn't a willingness to listen to that song. I think it's like we had talked about last time about how certain songs are just so sad sometimes that you just yeah. can't. And that's like, probably, okay, I got to turn the radio that's off. That's probably one of those tracks where it's like, I, I can't right now. I'm about to pull <laughs> over gonna make the road. drive off of 119. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, man. I can't handle I it. I love you. I love this song. But you're gonna make yeah. me end it, dude. I'd seen him in an interview with Dan Rather though, when he was talking about like you know like Merle being his favorite recording artist mm-hmm. and songwriter, and just him talking about you know like our our best songs are usually built on or come from personal experience. Yeah, it's like I can't imagine how hard it had to be for him to write that song and have to spend years on do it. that song. Yeah. I mean, I, I've never seen Vince. I want to. Yes, you know. But I would imagine he still does that song pretty regularly, and that would be difficult. Yeah. That would be so difficult. That's a rough one. Beautiful, but hurtful. Yeah. All right. Number two. It's getting close. For me, no future in the past. No future. Oh, my gosh. Man, that's good. I love it. And that's one of those ones, too. Like, when I had a, a list of gathered Vince songs, I was mm-hmm. like, this won't be in my tops. Won't, yeah. won't happen. Good. Prove me wrong. But, 
prove yourself yeah. wrong again. Uh, this one was the third single from his 89 album, um, I Still Believe in You. Mm. Uh, it would find its way to number three on the charts. Should have been a number one in my, my own personal opinion. Uh, it starts with, you know, piano and kind of acoustic guitar. Mm. And then when his voice comes in, the bass fades in slowly. Yeah. And then, like, periodically throughout the song, it just kind of adds more and more pieces. Like, after the bass comes in, it has, like, these, like, muted, yeah, palm-muted, telly, twang, yeah. kind of like chicken picking mm-hmm. hidden in there. And it just slowly builds and builds over time. And just this epic, full, like, heavy-feeling sad song like it's so <laughs> so good no future in the past like one of those ones like like by the time you get to the end of the track you're like that was an experience i need a minute <laughs> it's supposed to take a minute and acknowledge that song i may actually have to listen to it again yeah <laughs> but they just say it like a lot of times you know with bass on country tracks it kind of gets thrown to the back or it's just kind of like a simple just don't 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 right. play in the notes but they just hit those ones in that song and they just let them rattle <laughs> they're just trying to rattle the sadness loose from you like they just let it go rattle your heart loose yeah it's bouncing around yeah. in there if, if y'all ain't heard that one listen to it and like around like the two minute and 50 second mark experience that last course oh. let us know what it's like because that one's good i'm probably gonna have to do that again yeah today after we yeah. get done recording <laughs> it gets so big <laughs> All right, my number two, trying to get over you. Ooh, it was way up there for me. Yeah, it's it's good. I've it's been good. Spending time alone. It's like actually being being alone might not be the best thing for you, no. man. <laughs> you should get out of the house. It'll take dying to get it done. <laughs> it's time to get out of the house. <laughs> All of his friends kept trying to tell him that, you know. Yeah, they, he wouldn't listen. <laughs> They'd say he needs somebody new. <laughs> <laughs> How many puns can you milk out of that song? I'm still going. <laughs> Man, I just love it so much. Just a classic, depressing, beautiful country song, you know. Yeah. And like the la- like the very last time they go through the chorus, like the very end of the song, like they kind of just let him let it die for a second, and for him to do that little vocal run to get it done. It just yeah, it just oh. and then they kind of does resolve right there. My gosh, that's I feel like so good when you hear those. Like I feel like his parents had to know early on because in one of those interviews he talks about being like ten years old and his gift was his parents had like worked hard and saved and bought him like a, a Gibson Les Paul oh for his tenth birthday. And he's like, you know, I was so grateful for that because a lot of kids when they're learning they don't you get something. He's like, you get a guitar that Chet Atkins couldn't play. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, they must have really believed in me because mm-hmm. you know to to do that at ten years old. Like, here's your Gibson Les Paul. We believe yeah. in you, bud. I'm like, do it. They said, I still believe in you. <laughs> Play another sad one, man. After family yeah. dinner. Yeah, two things that they once he got older and started writing songs. Number one, he is very good at music and singing. Number two, we need to put this kid in therapy because he is very sad. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hurt. <laughs> he just passes it along to me. <laughs> Here we are again. Oh, we're at the top spot. Number one. Top dog. The top dog. Do you want to go ahead and uh, recap our 
eight through two before we drop our number one. Yeah, yeah, I'll uh, I'll hit you here first. You ready? Yeah, let me have it. Uh, apologies again for my honorable mentions. I didn't make it into my top five. <laughs> yeah. Uh, starting at trying to get over you. Never knew lonely. Liza Jane. Hey, look at us. Hey, who would have thought? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Uh, number four, if if I didn't have you in my world. Yeah. Number three, when I call your name. Uh, number two, no future in the past. Mm. And that gets me up to my number one. So what do you got from uh, eight to two? Eight to two, pocket full of gold. Liza Jane. I can't tell you why. High lonesome sound. I'm still surprised that that made it that high up on there. Mm-hmm. But, it's I mean, good. I mean, it's undeniable. It's a great song. Don't let our love start slipping away. Go rest high on that mountain. Trying to get over you. Okay. I'll um I'll go first on the number ones because it's one that you've mentioned. Okay. Uh, my number one for Vince Gill. Go rest high on that mountain. Mm. And what's funny is for me is like when I said that I had when I call your name at number one. And I bumped it down to three. Mm-hmm. There was just an immediate swap of where this song was at number three for me. And I just swapped it out with yeah. when I call your name. Just because <laughs> I just listened to it again. I was like, man, this is it's epic. And like when I try and think about, you know, everybody that everybody grows up in a different period and listens to different music or different artists. Yeah. And they all have a special place in their heart or, you know, that they associate it with that certain time or. Right. But man, what a, again, what a time to be alive to to get to experience one him writing that song yeah. and performing it with Ricky Skaggs and Patty. Like, man, it's just amazing. It really is. Um I think that everyone at some point has probably listened to that song at least once mm-hmm. and probably cried. Yeah. And if they haven't, I feel like they're probably lying to us. Yeah, and if you have it, just go ahead and get that out of the way for yeah. yourself because it's going to happen. Just it's go ahead happen. and um, if you honestly, find a quiet room. If you've honestly never cried <laughs> listening to that song, go look up the video of Vince singing that at George Jones' funeural, oh and you will. Gosh, you 100% heart-wrenching. Will. Yeah. That's tough. When Vince himself can't even like get through it. Yeah. It was breaking my heart watching his break. <laughs> All right. Number well, one, what do you got? When I call your name. Wow, that's so wild, isn't it? Yeah. We, if I hadn't swapped, we'd have been yep. the same on one and three. We'd have linked up. Was this is this the the first time that we've never matched up? I think so. I think the, the first time we've never uh, maybe had matching picks somewhere along the way or honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. A lot of similar songs. I mean, a lot of the same songs is in different Just order. Just in different orders, yeah. But man, I love this song. And I mean, one of the best things is Patty's vocals on the chorus. Yep. Like just that harmony with him, they sound perfect together. Gosh, it is so good. I don't know if I'd be sadder if I went home and nobody replied when I called out, or if I just went home and just heard this blared in the house, yeah. like just fall down <laughs> in the doorway, like oh gosh, I can feel it. No, I can't handle it. <laughs> Just like rain, the tears keep falling. Yeah, because nobody answered when I called your name. It it, it it's a simple concept, you know, mm-hmm. but it's just so well written. Yeah, Gosh, lyrically impressive, man. Yeah. And boy, if he can't sing it, heck yeah, man, his delivery is just ridiculous. Man, 
for sure a, a bucket list artist. Like we we gotta go see Vince. Oh my gosh, yes. gotta see Vince. The lonely sound of my voice calling is driving me insane. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> oh, it's echoing off my soul, Vince. <laughs> so yeah, when uh, we drop this episode and um, you pull up our playlist of our Chattahoochee top picks, you're gonna you're gonna be a little bit sad for a little bit when you hit this section here. You yeah. Know? Just get yeah. ready for it. If it gets too much, you know, just just hit that shuffle button, and then maybe you'll luck out and get some Travis or some Tracy Lawrence or <laughs> yeah. some AJ or even something Don't to take the, the edge off, you know? or Little Rock or something good, something you know? just to give you a, a break, just to just to process <laughs> just what a, you've experienced. An emotional break. You you are gonna need it. <laughs> Man, he just like even after the songs we mentioned, like the records he put out. He just kept going with the hits, you know? Yeah. He just kept going. And, like, oh and writing songs, like, whether they be for himself or other artists, like, man, I, I bet his songwriting catalog is impressive. Yeah. Yeah, I guarantee it. <laughs> I just always love his humbleness and his humor, and that he's like, well, he's like, found out a long time ago, he's like, that when I sing, I sound like a lady. And he's like, and I live in a nice house because of that. And I've, I've come to terms with it. I think I'm going to be all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, with, without that iconic voice, like he's, where does he fall when in the history of country music? He's a, a standalone artist for yeah. the sound that he has. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Even, I think even if he didn't have such a phenomenal voice, he still would have would have been a very busy session musician. Oh yeah, you know, because he's just, he's so good yeah. at music. All yeah, I think they said even like know? his first few albums, he was still like while being a solo artist, was still just being a session artist because why not? Why when not? you're that talented, why not? Don't want all this talent well, to go to waste. Just dabble in everything because <laughs> I'm that good. Like you said, must be nice. Must be nice. Must be nice, Vince. Yeah. <laughs> Share, share your talent. You don't need all of that. <laughs> you could he could sing half as good and still be amazing. You know? Yeah, one hundred percent. Got to see Vince though. Got to find yes. a date. I was looking at the dates for the Eagles, which if Ooh. somebody's near any of most of them, where it's the Eagles, so they're playing stadiums. Oh yeah, it's big shows, bigger cities yeah. out like that. Yeah, I think they've outgrown the yeah. Coalfield Jamboree. At this yeah, point. probably <laughs> <laughs> making a special stop. One not over. But man, if anybody's out there has got the opportunity to go to those shows and listen to Vince sing some Eagles songs, I'm jealous. But yeah. you should go and let us know how awesome it was. And that just speaks to his talent too, like. If you're not like basically perfect at what you do, you're not gonna get asked to front the Eagles on a yeah. tour, you know? Yeah, or even <laughs> like the point when when he was just releasing his first solo album, he'd been approached to join the Dire Straits. Yeah, I read that. Yeah, that's like, insane. Wow, man, what? A, and he turned it down. Yeah, you know? I feel like you know, like early, uh, mid mid to late eighties, early nineties, Vince Gill was probably like you know. In the same way that when free agency comes around in football, yeah, like everybody's like, we gotta sign Vince. We need him. He's gonna he's gonna turn this whole thing around. He's gonna change this franchise. This whole franchise. He's gonna put it on his shoulders. You know, and back in his prime, you know, you might have just picked him up as a free agent for the NFL. I feel like with that voice, like he he probably could have won you a Super Bowl, maybe. Just, yeah, I mean, 
Just in the talents that he brought to the table. He could probably play any position. You know, you know. He just <laughs> just kill the defense with his sad songs. He was like, can't with you, Vince. Oh, the Lord. <laughs> Here, mate, you can just have it. <laughs> I gotta I gotta take five. Man, oh man. Did you uh did you have any other tracks that were like did you have a track or two that was real hard to push out of your top eight? Heck yes I did. Heck yes I did. Um, let me see. Never knew lonely. Yeah. Look at us. Those Look, I mean, these were yeah. all on on the uh the fringe there. A little more love, pretty little Adriana. That's a fun song. Adriana. One more last chance. I heard that on the oh, radio all the yeah. time growing up. Just some good old boys making yeah. noise. Yeah. Whenever you come around. You know, that was one that uh, I love that song. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. But I think the only reason that I felt like I couldn't include it is just because, like, the original recorded version, it's uh, like piano and strings. Mm-hmm. And I would have just preferred to hear piano and steel guitar. Yeah. I would, And then it would, I probably would have been more inclined to have to put it in my top tracks. The, that note he hits on the chorus, when you smile, oh, gosh, mm. it's good. Do you have any that you were A lot clutch. of the ones you yeah. mentioned, yeah. yeah. But man, like, um, it's there's so many. It's so good. Like I, I, like I told you this when we were leading up to this episode, I feel like I could put almost the whole pocket full of gold album at yeah. a, as a top eight. Yeah. It's such a fantastic album. I can't wait to get into his Christmas stuff. <laughs> I think he's got multiple Christmas albums. Yeah. So lucky us. Lucky us. <laughs> We're it's going to be a full time job just to listen through all these these Christmas records, and yeah. I'm ready for it. I'm, ready. I'm here for it. Look out next month. We're going to start spinning Christmas in July. <laughs> Early celebration. <laughs> here comes Santa Claus. <laughs> At least now, though, we can listen to what was you just got a vinyl recently that was an Alan Jackson single that was a Christmas track. Which one was it? Well, the uh, A side is um, "Only Want You for Christmas." Mm-hmm. Awesome song. Tired B side is much more yourself. sad. Oh, Merry Christmas to me. Mm. Man, talk about a sad song. What a what a find in vinyl. Heck yeah. Heck yeah, man. This has been fun. I've I've been excited about, like, ever since we came up with the idea to do this podcast, and we were, like, filtering through which artists to cover when, I thought then, like, when we do, when we cover Vince, number one, it's going to be hard to pick songs. Number two, we're going to have a ball because we both like Vince Gill so much, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Well, and while I love all these songs, I'm I'm glad now that we've recorded. I'm just, I'm still going to listen to them. I'm probably going to take a day from the, from all the sad tracks because I've listened to them repeatedly for yeah. like days and days and days. So I'm taking an emotional <laughs> been... toll on me. Like I don't care if you're happy or not. You're not going to listen to Vince and not have feelings. It just doesn't work that way. <laughs> this has been difficult for our mental health during yeah. this time. Take a mental health day after too many men skill sad songs. <laughs> For real. 
But uh, you know, if if y'all, I'm sure y'all definitely got Vince tracks that we didn't include. You gotta yeah. reach out, let us know. Yeah, let us know. It, it's fun to uh, it's fun to hear what people think. Like, yeah, like how did you not include that? I tell you what, on the last episode, I got several comments like like really like Sunday in the South. Yeah, like how did you not? Man, there's always so many spots. Yeah, I'm sorry. But did anybody tell you what they would take off the list and put Sunday in the South? No, they didn't. Mm, yeah, that's the hard question, though. Yeah, I mean, like, it. you tell me. Like, yeah. what would you do? You know, tell us tell us your favorite Vince songs. Tell us why it means so much to you, why you love it. You look Vince in the eyes, and you tell him <laughs> yeah. why you want to take Liza Jane off of your top eight, you know? Yeah. You might as well <laughs> let him come home to an empty house to be hollering looking for you. Like, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah if y'all if y'all love you know the era 90s country and love the music love vince in particular this episode totally mm-hmm. reach out chat with us let us know yeah this your is so much fun for let us. us know what artist you love let us know who you'd like to hear us talk about down the road as we continue yeah yeah for sure uh follow us on the socials like we always say like subscribe follow follow us on spotify follow that uh that the ever updating playlist that just mm. keeps getting better and better. It does. I'm if I'm and um trying to look for something to listen to and I'm not sure what I want to listen to. I hit shuffle on that. And yeah. Nothing, it's not nothing like but hits. Yeah. yeah. I mean it's it's the straight hits, you know. Happy curated sad, for you. Honky tonk and toe tappers, heartbreakers. <laughs> it's got it all. <laughs> we just ended the uh, the pre-sale for our trucker caps. So, but uh, don't be too bummed if you missed out because soon we will be coming at you with some shirts. Hey, yeah, yeah, we got some cool ideas that we're working on. I heard there was no cure for the summertime blues, but be on the lookout for some Chattahoochee podcast merch because that Woo-hoo. that may help. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mama and Papa told me, son, you got to make some money if you want to buy all that cool Chattahoochee <laughs> podcast merch. <laughs> I'd like to help you so much you're too young to vote if you see anyone you know in locally if anyone listens if you see anyone out there riding around in a vehicle that has a uh, a decal on the back that says uh, I'm a member of the country club soon that's, that's probably me that's, that's this guy <laughs> or put some drive in your country I've been, some drive I've been playing with country. that one also <laughs> paying homage to, to Travis Tritt <laughs> <laughs> tell your family tell your friends they they need to hear this i mean if they if they grew up the same way in the same area that we grew up they love this stuff too yeah you know they just haven't heard yeah. yet don't listen to sad vince gill songs alone yeah. bring, do bring a friend bring a friend yeah. <laughs> bring a friend you can just cry together yeah <laughs> buddy system always <laughs> You need the uh, the patty to your vents if you're going to go through this, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, crucial. <laughs> well, all right, guys. Well, we will we will talk to you next time. This has been a blast. It's been hurtful, but it's been fun. <laughs> Good luck when y'all listen to these Vince songs. Yeah, yeah. If <laughs> these might even be some that you haven't heard before, so I mean, brace yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we love you guys. Catch you next time. Later, later.